Hello, everybody, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan, and I just want to say thank you for joining us today. We have a very fun episode for you. Um, Please stay tuned for the whole thing to find out what episodes are going to be coming out soon, and let's just get into it. Cue that intro. We're going to be talking about the good old Xbox showcase from Thursday. We were recording this on Saturday. I'm joined with Alex. How are you doing today, man? Good. How are you, Ryan? I am fantastic. I'm excited to do this, to talk about the good, the bad, and most definitely the ugly. Uh, obviously, we're going to start off with the bulk of the showcase, and that will be Halo Infinite. Um, you know, I'll go ahead and say that I absolutely love what I saw. But there is definitely a lot in between those lines where they need to work on the graphics, the textures. Uh, the lighting is definitely iffy. You know, we're talking about a game that's supposed to be meant for next-gen consoles. Uh, even though I do really believe the game looks good for what it is, uh, it's definitely not next-gen. Um, I, I like a lot of what I saw. I like the guns. I think everything looks great in terms of guns. The Warthog looks flawless as always. Uh, Master Chief's armor looks great. Uh, Bro Hammer looks cool. Um, the grunts, you know, all the enemy units look great. Definitely some animations that need to be worked on in there. Uh, there's been a few memes flying around on the internet. Um, <laughs> one of the brutes. Brute. Yeah. <laughs> looks like Shrek. And <laughs> Get out of this one, Chief. Yeah, get off my ring, chief. Donkey! Donkey! Uh, so yeah, that needs to be worked on for sure. Uh, you know, but Alex, before I let you go, I think my biggest gripe with the whole Halo showcase is that it was eight minutes long. Um, I think for how long we've waited for this game to be shown, it was complete bullshit. Like, it's just unacceptable. Um, eight minutes is not enough. It should have been at least 30 minutes. This should have been a 30-minute showcase of Halo. Ten minutes, like a, a quick... Uh, 25 kill 4v4 Slayer match. They should have showed 25 minutes of campaign, and they just they started off so strong. I was ready to see so much more of what we were in, getting into, and then for them to cut it off into this new villain, which does look super badass and sounds super cool. Uh, I got a little brute who's ready to just murder everybody. Um, I just think uh, they didn't listen to so many people. I mean, I've said so many times on this show that this needed to be the best version of Halo that they could have had. They they're trying to sell consoles here, they're trying to sell people on Xbox, and I and even though I, I swear I do like what I saw, I still feel like they didn't do what they needed to do at all. But uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on Halo Infinite? Um, I liked it. Uh, just seeing from. Uh, 343 with the Master Chief collection. Uh, I have faith in them still. Uh, I mean, it's still an unfinished version that they showed us. Uh, of course, they could have showed us more. So, like, I would have liked to see, like, 15 minutes of uh, uh, campaign gameplay and then 10 minutes of multiplayer, maybe just showing off the maps. That I would have been fine with that, too. And then, like, just show, like, Forge or some other... Um, added uh things into the game 
uh, they could have done that for 30 minutes and everybody probably would have been happy. I mean, besides the people complaining about the graphics, but it's still uh, an unfinished version of the game. So I don't know what uh, when they took it out uh, and then for that uh, gameplay, but uh, they definitely could have showed a lot more. Yeah, and when you when you say you have faith in 343, it's definitely the last two years of MCC where they've completely revitalized the entire game and and now looking at it today, like I said on my previous episode, Halo 1, a game that's almost 20 years now, just got weapon skins in it and vehicle skins, and there's challenges for it. So if you go play Halo 1 and you kill 300 grunts on Heroic with an assault rifle, you get it a gold assault rifle. There's things that they've done to these games that no one would have ever even thought about doing 20 years later. So you're definitely right. There is I still have faith in them too, like you're saying. Um, right now the double-edged sword to this uh, showcase we got is this was meant to be shown at E3, right? Mm-hmm. So this is a build of the game for E3, but it was also running on a computer as well, so that's kind of disheartening. But my gripe with that, even though that is a good argument to make, like, hey, this just isn't a final product, or, you know, this is months before launch, and obviously these last few months before launch are fine-tuning all of those animations, graphics, textures, I mean, you name it, everything. But they didn't do that even for the showcase, so it's kind of like, okay, well, now where are we at with launch? Um, and that, that kind of worries me a bit, but this game, even though, like I said a little bit ago, should have been like 30-minute showcase, this is going to make us sell consoles, they still need this game to come out to sell any console. So I'm pretty sure we're getting it on time. It's just, is it worth it on time? I would like to add one more thing. Um, so this game's supposed to be more open-world, so it's not like um, it's scripted for, uh, like, let's say, the original Halo, Halo game. So, like, once you get to a certain checkpoint, you know, all the animations load right there. Uh, so, like, you can be coming in from any way, uh, just like in Red Dead 2 or Skyrim. Uh, you know, they had weird things when they are supposed to show up and they don't load or they get all wonky when they're trying to load. So there is that factor into it too. No, that is very true. And um, I'd like to talk about the whole open world part real quick. Uh, One of my biggest requests for Halo has been open world, especially since we got a taste of it with New Mombasa and Halo 3 ODST. Um, What you just said about the animations couldn't be more true. If I go launch Skyrim right now and I go into an area that's more focused on needing, like heavily focused on loading, there's going to be animations all over the place screwed up. So I think when it comes to animations, it's not on the level of Andromeda at all. I think people are being a little nitpicky. Um, obviously, they're going to touch this stuff up, though. They're not ignorant. I mean, look what they've done to MCC. You can talk about it over and over again, but they are still to this day working their asses off to make that the perfect uh, package for gamers. So I think you make a pretty compelling argument there. It's just like, hey, like all these other big AAA games do it and no one says shit. I mean, most people find it funny. I do. I think it's like the funniest shit. Um, you know, those animations getting wonky is not that bad. I mean, I remember a drag. I was fighting a dragon in Skyrim, and my horse got taken away. Like, it didn't even make any sense. <laughs> like, and, uh, you know, those things happen. So obviously they're going to touch it up, like you're saying. It's not like they're just going to leave it alone. Uh, it's not an Andromeda experience at all. Well, I mean, also look at it. They're trying to please the Halo community. I mean, they could keep on making like a Halo. They could make another Halo 5 uh, where it's like, you know, the farthest thing away from 
what the original Halos were. Right. But, uh, you know, they're trying to get the new crowd and the old crowd. I mean, that's why you see the original animations of, uh, or somewhat of the original animations of the uh, enemies, like the Covenant. So they're trying, you know, just give them a break. Yeah, I think give them a break is a really good answer, because I couldn't agree with you more. They are trying so hard to please diehards like us, uh, mid-level fans, and then brand new people to the franchise. Like, that is not easy to do at all. And this is one of the pickiest fan bases I've ever seen in my life. I mean, if the if the last couple days haven't proved that, then I don't know what does. And it's already been announced that there's variants of weapons. So the Magnum we see in the showcase is more aligned to the Halo 2 Magnum. And it fits that design perfectly. Apparently, the original Magnum is still out there somewhere. You know, it's not the end of the world. We only saw eight minutes. And I can understand the argument, though, from the other side. But this is why there's so many complaints. Because they showed only eight minutes of shit. So it's... Uh, I'm very happy with what we saw. I really am. I think it's going to be an amazing game. Uh, I'm going to be super biased and go ahead and say it. The fact that I get an open world Halo, I immediately, like, I'm sold. I could care less. <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild uh, It was like a spiritual reboot of gameplay and core mechanics to the franchise on the switch and the wii u and that game has a lot of gimmicks but it's still one of the best games i've ever played in my life so there's nothing saying 343 can't knock this out of the park or won't uh, i think they're off to an incredible start by bringing the banished in from halo wars 2 as uh, easily one of the coolest factions we have since the flood um, they are just such a ruthless um faction so i'm excited to see where this story goes um, we've seen one of the trailers that there's a lot of deceased UNSC people or ships. So I'm really curious to see how much of the military is actually left after whatever fight that we lost. As they say, we lost 167 days ago. Um, I'm very hopeful for this game. I really am. I think there's still so much left that we get to see that people are going to be really blown away with. Uh, real quick, before I pass it over to you one more time before we uh, move on, they did announce that all this equipment you see, like the grappling hook and the drop wall, it's going to be like Halo 3 again. So when we're playing the multiplayer, you have to pick it up. It's not mm -hmm. it's not a loadout. It could. It's probably going to have an option for loadout in custom games and Forge. But the grappling hook is going to be on the ground, and then you pick it up. The drop wall is going to be on the ground, just like the trip mines and the, and the bubble shields. And I think that's a really good approach to it. So do you think it's going to be like a one-use thing for the grappling hook? or um, and Multiplayer, like... yes. I think oh, it's okay. going to be a couple uses. But if you notice in the campaign, when they press start, it shows upgrades for Chief. I'm pretty mm. sure we're going to be able to upgrade Chief's skill set. Like the grappling Turn hook. Turn him into a scorpion tank? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just a walking scorpion tank. Um, so that kind of has me really curious too because... Uh, I'm really excited to see what happens there with that. But uh, I would look at this version of Halo, like we talked about too the other day, is like God of War, how they really changed a lot of what people knew and loved, and it worked out even better than anyone could have hoped for. You know, the third-person view constantly on, over the shoulder. Uh, it, just the gameplay in general is tweaked a little bit from the previous God of War games. I wouldn't even say a little bit. I'd say a lot of it. And it still worked out really well. I would just tell people to be more hopeful. I think we're off to a really good start. 
the critiques are very understandable, but they aren't nearly as bad as what we got with Halo 5. And that's how I would look at it. But Alex, is there anything you'd like to say before we move on from Halo? Uh, just uh, say that, like, you don't have to buy it. It's going to be on Game Pass, too. And you don't have so, to buy a Series X. Uh, Project X Cloud comes out in September. If you really want, you just buy the membership and you can play it from your phone. So Yeah, so, and then, you know, look up the gameplay of the game when it actually comes out and, you know, see if it changes your mind. Uh, and then, like, people complaining about the blocky graphics uh, for, like, the basalt columns. Um, this is the first Halo ring, right? Yeah, it's the very first. So, you know, there's obviously flaws with the first Halo ring with the Forerunners building it. So, you know, take it as you will. It's just one part of the world you saw, so. Yeah, one fraction of what we can potentially expect to see. There's definitely a lot more to look at. Uh, There was something else I wanted to add, too, and I totally blinked on what it is. Dang it. There's something we talked about the other day. We made a... Oh, so anybody watching this, if you only watch the stream, the quality was shitty. Go back and watch the on-demand video of the 8-minute gameplay. And let me tell you, we watched it on Alex's computer, and it looked so much better on YouTube on-demand than the live stream. So please go do that, too, because it does look a million times better. Um, that's pretty much it for Halo Infinite. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm cautiously excited for it. But I don't think it's nearly as bad as everyone's trying to make it out to be. So we'll move on to Fable. Uh, I'm really, I'm really excited for this announcement. I don't know why everyone's like freaking out. I feel like it's pretty obvious that we were going to get Fable at this point. Uh, they've only been teasing it for years now with Playground Games. But nevertheless, it's a good, it's a good announcement for everyone who loves the franchise. For anyone who doesn't, it's a, it's an open world RPG. It's somewhat linear at the same time. I don't know what they're doing. There's rumors right now that it's going to be an MMO, but we don't know for sure. Um, but there's not much going on in the trailer. But Alex, what are your first thoughts of just knowing that that franchise is coming back? I'm excited. Excited to check it out. Um, like I said, I, I got Game Pass, so I'll be able to play it. But if you know Game Pass wasn't out, I would probably uh, probably pre-order it until I saw more uh, gameplay. Yeah, exactly. It's like, eh, I need to see a little bit more. Um, no, I'm excited for it too. But if I'm being honest, just like you just, uh, just like you had said right now, uh, you know, it's it's on Game Pass, so <laughs> I get to check it out uh, constantly. You know, if I if I play it here and there, I still don't have to pay for it. Um, so it is what it is. Either way, I'm gonna play it. That's just where I stand with it. I really fucking love Fable 2. I thought that was one of my favorite 360 games. Um, I spent so many hours into it, and then they uh, they released whatever DLC it was, and you can get the Halo Assault Rifle. They called it mm-hmm. Hal's Rifle, um, just like the Hal's Armor and Sword from the Deluxe Edition of the game, which I never got. Sad day. Um, I'm excited to see a potential crossover like that again. I think they need to do that. If they're trying to sell even more copies or consoles for Fable alone, I really do believe that pre-order bonus being like Hal's Armor updated again for this new game would be uh, a fucking home run. Uh, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, we're just going to keep it to... We'll, we'll keep moving on with uh, 
Xbox's main titles right now. So we'll move on to Forza Motorsport. Um, cool. <laughs> like, yay. I'm super excited. I do play the games a lot, but this idea of showing in-game footage or in-engine footage is the dumbest shit in my mind. I really can't stand it and I don't support it. It's it literally just showing cutscenes. Uh, Alex, though, you did say the other day that maybe because Forza Motorsport has always been graphically stunning, they weren't worried about showing gameplay yet. And it's a fucking motorsport game. We know what gameplay we're getting. It's not going to change. So uh, that's a really good argument you made the other day. The only thing I would say still is I wish just a glimmer of gameplay would have been nice. Um, they could have showed the dynamic weather they're going to have. for sure. They're obviously going to have it. They had it in 7. Um, just just something would have been nice. Just anything. I don't know. Like one lap of a cool race. I don't know. Maybe new tracks that they're adding that aren't in the previous games. Uh, but what are your thoughts? I know you're more of a Forza Horizon guy. I was going to say, if it's not Horizon, I don't care. <laughs> and that's where we go with that. I mean, they didn't show anything either, so there's really not much to talk about there. So we're going to move on to uh, something I thought was a really cool announcement. Um, I think it's time to move on to the third one. Um, so State of Decay 3. They just showed a CG trailer, but I'm pretty sure this game is super early in development. It's probably only been in development for at least a year or so. For all we know, it could still be in post-production or on pre-production. Um, what did you think of the CG trailer? Besides the chick not wearing gloves when she clearly should have been. Oh, yeah. Uh, she would have uh, lost a finger there. But uh, it looks all right. I mean, I, that's the problem with zombie games. It's overdone now. Like, that was, I think, the last good zombie game for me was Left 4 Dead 2. So, yeah. I don't know. I I can't really stand them anymore. <laughs> Uh, I can't really stand them either. Uh, there was like this like wonky, like uh, goofy gameplay elements to State of Decay in general that kind of made it stand out for me. Plus the permadeath of your characters. I mean, if your character dies right there on screen, like that's it. <laughs> like goodbye. Um, so they obviously added that kind of weight to the game. Uh, with State of Decay 2, they added co-op and it was cool. You can access your own boxes from your campaign in your friend's world. Uh, I would say State of Decay 2 is like a solid like 6.5 out of 10. I'm actually really excited to see what they do in State of Decay 3. But we'll have to see what happens. Um, the cool thing from the trailer though was literally a zombie deer eating a wolf. Uh, I thought that was like super badass because they actually don't have zombie animals in their games yet. So clearly it shows that they want to go for maybe an even more gritty direction with their games. And I think that's really smart. Because a lot of zombie games right now are just kind of like, well, the ones that we've had are still kind of like goofy or uh, maybe not that serious. State of Decay 2 did kind of take it to a slightly more serious level. So if they can keep going down that road, I think that'd be cool. Um, either way, I'm excited to see what they do with the game. Uh, one of the things we're going to keep talking about uh, through the show is that it is on Game Pass. So no matter what, I'm going to give it a shot. And that's pretty much where I stand with it. Is there anything else you want to say? Are you done with State of Decay 3? Oh, I'm done with it. I'm good. Okay. So we're going to move next to Rare's game, uh, Hippie Everwild. Um, yeah. The Druid, the Druid's Island, as you can call it. I I think it looks okay. I It's no gameplay. 
there's a bunch of rituals going on definitely a spiritual connection with the animals i don't care about it what are your thoughts alex yeah if i was with some cherokee chick uh cherokee chicks at the quad i'd get this game but uh, it's a hard pass for me <laughs> yeah i just there's nothing about it that looks impressive i mean sure the art style is cool uh you know some of the animations for these rituals they're performing are cool but we have no clear direction of what the game actually is uh and therefore i'm not really interested i'm probably still gonna play it because i like to give every game a shot but right now it's still like a hard pass on like actually like i wouldn't spend a dime on it so sorry rare just go make banjo kazooie 3 and stop fucking with us So next, we're going to talk about Tell Me Why, the uh, stepsister stuck in a laundry machine simulator. (laughs) Uh, It actually looks like an okay game. Uh, It's definitely focused on drama. Um, If that's your sort of thing, it's personally not for me. But I'm sure there's a lot of fans out there of these kind of dramatic storytelling games. Um, It looks good for that. Uh, That's pretty much it, though. I'm just waiting for the Pornhub music to start playing on the next trailer, <laughs> so we know what they're really up to. Uh, Alex, it's, it's my it's my favorite category, so I'm definitely gonna get this game. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I already have it pre-ordered. I have it. I have the Under the Bed special edition coming out, so I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, is there anything that caught your interest in the game, or is it just not your genre? Uh, no, I I don't really like story telling games. Uh, to be honest, I mean, unless it has a gun in it, then I might get it. But right. no, it it definitely does look like an adventure game, like a Telltale game. Um, we don't know if it is, but that looks like the direction they're going for with that kind of storytelling. So I'm not particularly interested in that. It does look cool. Um, so we're gonna move on to the Outer Worlds, uh, Peril on Gorgon. Uh, I didn't finish Outer Worlds. I didn't think the game was bad or anything. I just got bored. Uh, I don't know if it was the art style or the weapon design, but I definitely kind of like lost interest into the game. Um, the The new DLC looks really cool, though. I might give it a shot. Alex, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, I played Outer Worlds quite a bit, but um, like you, I lost interest playing through it. Um, it's a fun game. I uh, definitely want to try out the DLC. I really need to finish it. It's just uh, never did. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I might give it a shot, but it's just DLC, so it's nothing really to freak out about. Um, although, if I am being honest, it is really cool that they're supporting it still because they kind of launched it for the consoles and PC. It came out on the Switch, and it's kind of been it. So they haven't really said much. So it's really cool to see that they're still supporting this game. I think Obsidian is one of the best developers out there. Um, I'm always excited to see what they do. Um, So we're going to move on to that. Something I'm extremely excited for, and I just found this out yesterday. Um, But we're going to talk about Avowed, a new first-person fantasy RPG being made by Obsidian. we just got a CG trailer, but it still gave us enough ideas of the direction they're going towards. Um, Alex, before I talk to you about it, or let you talk about it, I did find out that this actually takes place in the Pillars of Eternity universe. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, so that definitely piqued my interest. Uh, but what are your thoughts on what we saw so far? 
just the um, concept of the game. Well, if I can shoot the arrow for 30 miles, I will definitely get it. But uh, I'm excited about it. It's uh, reminding me of uh, Skyrim, like uh, when he was down in the dungeon drawing the rune and everything. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm excited for because we haven't really had a, a really good um, RPG like that in a while. Yeah. Uh, that I've seen. Yeah, but, if, um, if this could be like Obsidian's take on the Elder Scrolls franchise, just like they did New Vegas, I'll fucking cry. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah, well, I did learn that it was from Pillars of Eternity, so I just downloaded it on the Xbox and started playing it because I want to learn more about the world and where this is going to take place. Right. But I'm extremely excited for it. Yeah, um, obviously this was just a CG trailer, but... This is one of those announcements that I think you can get away with just that. They showed enough of the concept of the game. Um, it's a fantasy RPG. All of us have played those a lot, so you should pretty much know what you're going to get. But still, the fact that Obsidian is working on this like, is mind-blowing to me. Like, I didn't expect this at all, and I'm, I'm extremely excited for this game. Uh, so we're going to move on to uh, Psychonauts 2. Uh, the original one came out on the Xbox uh, the original Xbox back in the day. Uh, I never played it, never really caught my interest, but I will tell you this music video trailer that they showed, it's a gameplay music trailer, but what they showed with like Jack Black singing and like the world and how trippy it looks, like someone was definitely on fucking acid as they were designing this world. Uh, I thought it looked really cool. Um, once again, this is a Game Pass title, so I, I might actually give it a shot just to check it out. What about you? Oh, yeah, I'm going to try it out. I mean, Jack Black and trippy stuff, That's those two go to uh, go together like bread and butter. So, like, you know, I, I was getting vibes like uh, Pick of Destiny. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely going to get it. You know, it looks cool. I'm excited to try it out. You know, Double Fine Studios has been around for a really long time. Uh, the original Psychonauts is very well received. Um, there's a huge fan base for it, so I'm excited to see that game come out and so many fans get their hands on it. Uh, we're going to move on to a really cool um, verbal partnership uh, with Bungie again, and they're uh, going to have a Series X version of Destiny 2 coming out, where it's going to be 4K 60 frames on the consoles, because right now it's only on only like that on PC. Uh, Alex said big whoop, <laughs> but um, I think it looks cool. Uh, they have a new expansion coming out called Beyond Light. Uh, should be pretty. It looks pretty interesting. They are adding a fourth subclass where you use the darkness um, as you know your abilities. Uh, it looks interesting. Um, however, Destiny's been out since 2014 now, and I think uh, that time has come for that franchise with me personally. Um, but the gunplay has always been fun, so I might give it a shot. But I don't really feel like grinding it out just to get a couple cool weapons and then go, okay, that was fun. So, uh, yeah, Alex, is there anything you want to say about Destiny 2? I know it's, like, killing you to, like, just hold in whatever, you, whatever you're thinking. Oh, no. I just hate Destiny, so we can move on. Okay. <laughs> Destiny 2 sucks in Alex's eyes. Okay, so this is one of the badass trailers. I'm extremely excited to talk about this game. Didn't know there was a first one. Uh, but we're going to talk about Stalker 2. Uh, the trailer starts in Chernobyl. Um, you see some aliens. You see some really creepy shit. Uh, I don't know a fucking thing about this game. But man, has it caught my interest. And this is another one just like Avowed where 
they only showed a little bit, but it was just enough to get everyone hyped. And I think this is a really nice title. Uh, Alex, uh, what are your thoughts on Stalker 2? Stalker is like, uh, I'd say, Escape from Tarkov and Metro together. Uh, It is very fun. Um, I'm excited for it uh, because it's a freaking scary game going through it. Yeah. With all the um, aliens and the radiation monsters. I'm I'm definitely going to get it. I think you should try it out too. You yeah. probably have a blast. No, nah, man, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, you saying that it's like Metro and Escape from Tarkov had a baby. I mean, that's that's a really good way to put it because Metro is a I think an extremely underrated franchise. And then, you know, I only saw you play like a very beginning of a match of Tarkov, but I've seen some gameplay of it too and it does look like a really fun game when you're going through corridors and you're wondering if that's like your teammates. Are those bad guys, you know, just to see those kind of elements in this game with how dark everything is, and then once again it being Chernobyl, that's insane. I'm really, really looking forward to this game. Uh, is there anything else you want to say on that, or are you pretty much good good with uh, Stalker 2? No, uh, you can get the old games on Steam. Uh, I'd suggest you try them out. Yeah, I might go check those out, but anyone who hasn't played them, they're on Steam, so please go check them out. Uh, we're going to move on to yet another fucking amazing announcement i i am just so stoked for this so it's a uh, warhammer 40,000 uh dark tide uh what is it ever wait what is it called vermintide vermintide so that's the fantasy rpg version or not rpg but a fantasy action playing game action game i don't even know how you would describe it but anyways it's like it's a like left for dead it's like <laughs> left for dead but in a fantasy world and it was just so much fucking fun. But now we have Dark Tide, which looks extremely creepy, but you have guns and shit. I don't know what's going on. I just know that I want it really bad. So, Alex, what are your thoughts on this announcement? Were you pretty pretty excited for it? Oh, yeah. Um, like, with Vermintide, I didn't really like uh, fighting the, uh, I think they're the Skiva race. Uh, but this one, it looks like more... Um, of Nurgle's uh, enemies, uh, yeah. which are kind of kind of like zombies, uh, but like demonic, corrupted people. I'd say like Doom, but yeah. uh, it, it looks very interesting. and I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think um, tell Justin to shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the game looks great. It's definitely something that um, we needed. You know what's funny though is like we're. T- I know we did like a episode on. Th- uh, Thursday, it didn't work out, so we're re-recording today. But as we're talking about this right now, like there's still a pretty good amount of games announced. Um, would you say that so far with what we talked about, that you wish there was more gameplay, or are you actually pretty satisfied with like our recap so far? You're like, okay, there's there's a lot to look forward to. Oh, uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't think they really needed to show gameplay because uh, that would have been like way too long to stream mm-hmm. uh, to keep everybody's attention. Well, do you think but, that'd be kind of misleading too because a lot of these games are early in development? So I, I, would you would you say that you prefer what we got, the CG trailers, the logo? Because let's be honest, Avowed probably isn't coming out until next year or the 2020, uh, 2022. And it just said right here that Dark Tide is for sure not coming out until next year. So I guess what I'm... I mean, to- yeah, go ahead. I mean, they did that at E3 anyways, every year. 
So, you they, know, this is just yeah, yeah. So this is just them catching up, I'd say. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because well, they were probably gonna uh, release all these back in E3. Right. But they realized, you know, we have to do this now. That's true. So, well, we're gonna move on to the best announcement of the entire show. The gunk. Probably. Oh God. <laughs> I was going to say Tetris Effect connected, but <laughs> I forgot there's something worse than Tetris. Uh, we'll get to Gunk next, but we're going to talk about Tetris real quick. Uh, it says Tetris is alive and well, and a new version of Entrant into the franchise will launch this holiday season. The game called Tetris Effect Connected will allow players from around the world to play simultaneously across what appears to be a very colorful and music-oriented Tetris experience. So... Uh, I thought this was Tetris 99 the entire time we were watching it, which is available on the Nintendo Switch. It's basically Tetris Battle Royale. So I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, I haven't given a fuck about Tetris since, like, the 90s. Uh, Alex, do you even give a shit about this? Or is it just, is it cool, but you're like, eh, it's just not for me? Uh, Tetris has been out for 36 years. I just looked that up. So, no. <laughs> well, yeah, it's definitely been out for a long time. I'm only 27. I've, I haven't been around long enough to play it, but... Uh, yeah, so we're going to move on to the gunk, and the gunk is being made by the amazing people that created SteamWorld Dig, which is easily one of the best 2D platformers in existence. Like, that game is insane. I highly recommend it. It's on every single platform. Whatever your preference, please go play it. SteamWorld Dig, uh, the first one is an outstanding game. It's basically Minecraft 2D with an amazing story in a steampunk world. And there's upgrades for your character. If you like mining, it's definitely the game for you. But Gunk, I don't think it's the game for you. I think this game looks fucking stupid and I hate it. Yeah, it looks like a mom cleaning up her kid's room who's uh, going through puberty. Yeah, man, I just... Like, the fact that it wasn't, like, SteamWorld Dig 3 when they, you know, showed, like, hey, this is from so-and-so... I'm I'm a little butthurt, to be honest. It's not like these people can't work on different projects. Obviously, they want to. They don't want to keep making the same games. But I I really don't like this game so far. I think the character model for the lady looks stupid as shit. Um, she, it, she doesn't look proportionate to the, the way they were trying to design her. I don't know. It just throws me off. I don't like the look of it. I still might check it out out of respect I have for the studio, and it's once again going to be on Game Pass, but man, this game looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's pretty much where I'm leaving that. Uh, Alex, is there anything you want to say about the gunk before we move on to something smarter and better? No, uh, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. It just does not look good. Um, once again, I'm like drawing a blank on the studio, but I, I love them so much, but this game just looks absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we're going to move on to The Medium, which is a survival horror game um, with a with two worlds. So there's dual worlds you can experience. Uh, one that looks like hell, and then one's just the normal world you're in. Um, the best way I can put it, if anyone has played Titanfall 2, is there's a part in the campaign where you have a... Uh, you have a watch that you put on, and you can literally press a button, and you switch between dimensions. It looks like that. Uh, it's, there's mainly a CGI and some in-game footage. 
nothing crazy. The game does look interesting. Uh, I still might give it a shot. Uh, once again, it's a Game Pass title, so it ain't going to hurt me. Uh, it's There's definitely a lot of fans out there for it, though. I think it, it reminded me of like The Suffering, uh, Silent Hill, just a lot of those kind of games. Um, so it's nice to see another survival horror game in that genre really uh, kind of take form. Uh, Alex, what did you think of it? Oh, it looks interesting. Uh, I'd say it's like a cross between Silent Hill and uh, The Evil Within. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so probably more evil. With I would that. like to. I would like to try it out, but you know, scary games make me scared. So I try to. He's supposed stay to. Away for now. Uh, yeah. So I mean, that's pretty much it for me. Um, we're gonna move on to a game that I don't think looks cool, but there's a ton of fans for this game, so I'm hoping that everyone's gonna like it that cares about the franchise. But this is a new Genesis Fantasy Star Online Two. Uh, my first thoughts is it looks. Re- <laughs> it does it looks stupid i i don't care about the way it looks i think the animations are a little goofy here too though with the main character that they're showing in the trailer uh definitely something they need to work on there um i don't know what are your thoughts on it, alex i'll just play monster hunter world yeah like the monsters that they show in here don't look that interesting obviously they have like a more uh tech look to them kind of like horizon zero dawn not on the level of horizon zero dawn because i'd be disrespecting that game but they are different but if i'm gonna if i'm gonna hunt giant monsters like it's either shadow of colossus or monster hunter like i don't i don't i've never played fantasy star so excuse my ignorance but i just don't think it looks that impressive but uh good for xbox though this is a japanese mmo and they are trying to grab that audience so good for them. Um, I'm hoping that everyone that likes the game or franchise likes the game. And that's pretty much it for me on that. Um, we'll move on to what I thought looked really cool. Uh, Crossfire X. They showed a campaign trailer. Uh, it's supposed to be like a massive multiplayer game too. Uh, you know, massive wars. Uh, you know, like 30 on 30 and all that. But they showed a campaign trailer. And it was definitely on the level of like a Call of Duty experience. Uh, slash Crisis. Um, with the suit that the guy has in the trailer. Uh, Alex, what are your thoughts on that so far? It looks like a lot of fun. Reminds me of like Call of Duty and, well, Crisis. Um, maybe a little Halo in there too with the cool suit. Yeah, it looks really badass. It is a, it's going to be a free-to-play title that will be available on Xbox Game Pass later this year, actually. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, it's made by Remedy Studios, the people behind Control and Alan Wake. So I would say the game's in good hands. Uh, I'm extremely excited to play it. Uh, it, do- it looks like a lot of fun. Um, and I definitely think that's the direction they're going for is a semi-serious but fun uh, military shooter. Uh, is there anything else you want to add to that, Alex? Or are you pretty much good to go? I'm good to go. So we're going to move on to if my computer would stop having a seizure. As dust falls. Yeah, thank you. Uh, oh, woof. I'm not trying to be negative here, guys, but this game looks dumb. That's that's my review for the trailer. I, I would say if you're if you like story games, this is good for you. I mean, the art style is kind of weird. Um, it's kind of like going between paintings, I'd say. Um, or like on an old RPG game where uh, you like flip the book and uh, like. Paint, uh, paint splatters everywhere and it shows the picture that's how it's kind of playing out uh in the trailer uh 
if you like story games, I would try it out. But, you know, if you don't, I wouldn't say the game's for you. But I'm not going to get it. Yeah, I'm not going to get it either. And, it, you know, just like Stepsister Simulator, it definitely looks like it's... You know, <laughs> <laughs> the game looks great if you're into that. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy completely. It does look like it's fun for those emotional, story-driven games. Just pure story. Um, I definitely feel like it's going to be a cinematic experience for anybody who's interested in it. It's just not my cup of tea, necessarily. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, what are we missing? I, don't, I mean, there's other stuff here, but it's already been announced, and I, it wasn't part of the showcase. That's pretty much it. I mean, I feel like uh, we went through everything uh, real quick. Sea of Thieves and Ori, Will of the Wisps, and Gears of War 5 are going to have Xbox Series X upgrades. Um... For instance, Ori, Will, and the Wisp will be running at 120 hertz and uh, a very good-looking 4K, as they claim. Um, it already looks good now, so I don't really know what else they can do to that. Uh, so, Alex, for the showcase overall, what would you what would you say was what, what would you say really like stood out to you, and what would you have changed? Um, I would say change. Uh, like they should have shown. A little bit more gameplay. They just showed eight minutes of gameplay for one game. Yeah. Um, everything else was mostly just a trailer. Uh, well, I guess Everwild showed some gameplay, but I'd say more gameplay, especially for Halo. Um, but what stood out to me is Halo, Fable. I'm just scrolling through here, yeah. trying to remember. Avowed. Uh, Psychonauts and Stalker and Warhammer. Those are the games that stood out to me the most. Yeah. That I will personally get and play. Right. I pretty much agree with that list too. And and yeah, I would just say to finish up on the actual showcase itself is that I still believe it should have been an hour and a half long and 30 minutes strictly dedicated to Halo. Um, that's what they've done at previous E3 presentations. So I understand that it's different times for everyone right now. Uh, because of what's going on in the world, but I don't know if that's much of an excuse when you're talking about something you could have done separately. Uh, obviously, I'm not in game development. I'm not in marketing, so I'm not going to tell them how to do their jobs. It's just something I would have liked to see. But I would say overall, the showcase was a 7 out of 10. I think they did a really good job. I just think there's obviously things they could have done better with, but that's pretty much it for me on that. Um, oh, I'd like to include one more thing. And we don't know. Uh, they might have had everything, uh, had to scrape everything together because, you know, everybody's working from home. So, you know, it's not a room full of people. It's everybody on the computer. And, uh, you know, I've played D&D &D online, and it's not as uh, it's not as good as in person, I'd say, too. So, Right. And I would say, you know, obviously things change. But I guess it's because... I don't know if it was the Halo 5 E3 reveal. Oh, no, it was the the Halo Infinite reveal, I think. There's some VDoc out there somewhere, and it's basically explaining how 343 was working on E3, or actually E3 as a whole, um, last year. God, I'm drawing a blank, but somehow there was behind the scenes, and they were working on it for like six months before June. So six months before June, COVID wasn't the way it is now, uh, where everything was locked down. So that's why I think I was being a little bit more critical 
of what we got. But once again, things change. Uh, as you just said, playing D&D over Skype, you know, it is not nearly as fun or as easy as just being in person. So um, I would say, once again, for what they gave us, I'm very happy. I'm just excited to see what's next, to be honest. I do agree. So, uh, yeah. So thank you guys for listening to the show. Uh, the next couple episodes, I will be doing a Halo Infinite episode later in the week. And then we have... Um, if it still works out, a special movie episode on a certain fighting game franchise. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, please keep an eye out for that. And then in two weeks, um, you can expect the Star Wars episode to finally come out. We are going to be talking about episodes four, five, and six. Uh, some of the best movies made, but um, we might... Best Star Wars. Yeah, the best Star Wars. But we also might murder them at the same time. So, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Um, Ryan and Alex, thank you for joining. And this is the It Just Works podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.